You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk two-star pitchers and sleeper hitters for Week 13, up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Friday, June 16th. Frank Sample joined by Scott White. And let's get into our Week 13 preview, starting with the schedule. Five teams have five games next week. The Cardinals, Cubs, Orioles, Angels, and Dodgers. 16 teams have six games, and nine teams have seven games next week. Starters sit these fringe two-star pitchers, Scott. And first up is Mackenzie Gore up against the... Cardinals and at the Padres. Those matchups are decent on paper. I, I feel like the lineups are actually a little better than what they've done so far. But I, Mackenzie Gore, he, he can have some big strikeout games. So I wouldn't let the walk scare me away. I'd use him in most cases. Alex Cobb has been scuffling recently, and he's going up against the Padres and Diamondbacks. Yeah, I don't know that the rewards are enough to meet the risks in a categories league where, of course, you're going to have to safeguard ERA and whip. In a points league, though, I can get behind doing Alex Cobb, sure. What about his teammate, Anthony DeScofani, with the same matchups? No, I think I'm pretty much out on him. His ERA is closing in on 450 now, and the strikeouts have been pretty bad. So I'm out on DeScofani. We have seven two-star pitchers that could be available in your league to add and stream for next week. Who are they? Well, Garrett Whitlock is one. We've seen we've seen him missing a lot more bats lately, and on the strength of a new slider that he has, more of a sweeping slider, lower velocity, but it's getting a lot of whiffs, seems to have really rounded out his arsenal in a way that's pretty impressive. At Minnesota, at the White Sox this week, two mid-tier matchups, I think Garrett Whitlock's worth using. There's also Ranger Suarez, who's been pitching a lot better of late and also doing different things with his arsenals. Arsenal, only one Arsenal. <laughs> Fewer sinkers and more curveballs, and the curveball has turned into a pretty good swing and miss pitch itself. It also seems like, uh, according to Lance Brozdowski, some anal- analysis from him, that Ranger Suarez's sinker, instead of locating it up and in during this nice stretch he's been on, he's been locating it more away, and that seems to be paying dividends for him. The matchups, Braves and Mets could be better, but I think the fact that there's two of them. Ranger Suarez seems like a pretty good start. Edward Cabrera, he's facing the Blue Jays and the Pirates. Walks can be an issue for him sometimes too, though he's been better with that recently and is capable of big strikeout totals. There's also Andrew Heaney, who has struggled of late, but he pitches for the Rangers and has had a share of good starts this year too. At the White Sox, good matchup considering he's a lefty and at the Yankees without Aaron Judge, that's a good one too. Johan Oviedo uh, kind of stumbled in his latest start Thursday, 
But in the six starts prior to that, Oviedo had a 262 ERA, and his matchups are both pretty favorable. He gets the Cubs and the Marlins. At least in points leagues, worth looking into. Same goes for Aaron Savale. Good matchups against the Athletics and the Brewers. And, uh, you know, hasn't always been great this year, but when he does have a good start, he tends to work deep into the game, which can be very helpful in those points leagues, especially. Finally, Josiah Gray, who's had a good year overall. I keep expecting it to end. The whip is very high. The strikeouts aren't that impressive. But at least in points leagues, where you're just looking for volume, I would trust in the track record, or at least the 2023 track record, and start him against the Cardinals and at the Padres. Yeah, and worth pointing out for Josiah Gray, he threw a new sweeper in his most recent start, so just kind of interested to see uh, where he goes with that pitch moving forward. Three single-star streamers for next week, Louis Varland at the Tigers, Logan Allen up against the A's, and Braxton Garrett at home against the Pirates. Let's move over to the hitters and the best matchups for next week. The Padres, Rays, Diamondbacks, Guardians, and Mariners. The worst hitter matchups, Orioles, Rangers, Dodgers, Astros, and the Brewers. With that being said, Scott, your favorite sleeper hitters for week 13. So it was a struggle to find those five best hitter matchups I want to point out. It was really like, there were three teams with good hitting matchups, and then I had to come up with two more. And a lot of times, it's usually there's 10 teams with good hitter matchups, and I have to narrow it down to five. So anyway, these these hitter recommendations don't necessarily match up so closely with the matchups. But I got Matt McClain here at the top because he's still less uh, than 80% rostered. Let's pick him up, people. He's been great. Lane Thomas, I think, is a great start this week. The Nationals are one of the few teams with seven games, and they're facing three lefties in those seven games. Lane Thomas has always been a lefty masher, batting 370 with a 1081 OPS against lefties this year. We got Marcelo Zuna, who remains hot. Jake Berger has really picked it up of late. Tons of power, playing more, especially with Yohan Moncada down. And three lefties on the schedule for the White Sox helps Berger's case as well. Luke Rayleigh, you mentioned the Rays have the second-best matchups. They're also facing just one lefty, so we should see a lot of Luke Rayleigh with his power and speed. Diamondbacks, third-best matchups. Seven games, all righties. That's good news for Jake McCarthy. Uh, I also like Edward Julian with the Twins having only one lefty on the schedule in their seven games. That means he'll be batting leadoff a lot. Gary Sanchez, if you're looking for a catcher, in for a lot of power lately. Padres have the best matchups. And then finally, Josh Bell and Will Brennan from the Guardians. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.